0: This is Affirming Scripture, a sex-positive view of
1: Christianity. Abomination, toba, is a technical cultic term for what is ritually unclean, such as mixed cloth, pork, and intercourse with menstruating women. It's not about a moral or ethical issue.
0: Episode 5. What's with all the rules in Leviticus? Episode 5, What's With All the Rules in Leviticus? I'm Elton Sherwin, your host for the series. Thank you for joining us. If you know LGBTQIA Christians who have struggled with guilt because of the negative messages they've heard in church, in Bible study, or in Sunday school, please send them a link to this series. Previously, we looked at the first two clobber verses in the Old Testament, the stories of Sodom and Gomorrah and the death of the Levite's concubine. Neither story was about consensual relationships. Both were about sexual violence. Then, in the last episode, we looked at the two remaining clobber verses in the Old Testament,
2: in the book of Leviticus. Leviticus 20.13. If a man lies with a male, as with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination, they shall be put to death. Leviticus 18.22 is similar, but without the death penalty. You shall not lie with a male, as with a woman, it is an abomination. Last
0: session, we saw that these two verses in Leviticus are surrounded by over 70 other rules. Leviticus bans cursing at your parents, death penalty for that, mistreating foreigners, selling land, working on the Sabbath. It's a long list. Most churches ignore most of the rules in Leviticus. Written over 2,000 years ago, some
2: Levitical rules are now difficult to interpret. A woman who becomes pregnant and gives birth to a son. The woman must wait thirty-three days to be purified from her bleeding. She must not touch anything sacred or go to the sanctuary until the days of her purification are over. If she gives birth to a daughter, then she must wait sixty-six days to be purified from her bleeding. Leviticus chapter 12, verses 1 through 5. One month of no intercourse and no
0: church if you have a boy, and two months of no intercourse and no church if you have a girl. Some parts of Leviticus are sinful, and some parts
2: are illegal today. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 9. Anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death.
0: That's both wrong and illegal. So what's going on with this jumble of over 70 rules or laws in Leviticus? Bible commentator Janet Edmonds comments on the Levitical laws. All these texts were concerned with ritual purity and were intended to distinguish Israel from its pagan neighbors. The Holiness Codes Edmonds continues. Sex with temple prostitutes, family members, and homosexual sex was performed at the Canaanite temples and thought to bring good luck to help crop and livestock production. Wow. Canaanite temple sex. You can see why Jewish leadership forbade the men of Israel from participating.
1: And then there is. Abomination. Abomination, Toba, is a technical cultic term for what is ritually unclean, such as mixed cloth, pork, and intercourse with menstruating women. It's not about a moral or ethical issue. That's a quote from Dr. Ralph Blair You shall not lie
0: with a male as with a woman. It is ritually unclean. That does change things a bit. Ritually unclean? or an abomination. The rejection of the Levitical Holiness Codes was central, central to the creation of the New Covenant. In the Levitical Holiness Codes, and here I'm quoting as I was a moment ago from Dr. Ralph
1: Blair, Such mixing of sex roles was thought to be polluting, But both Jesus and Paul rejected all such ritual distinctions. Both Jesus and Paul rejected
0: all such ritual distinctions. This rejection of the Levitical Holiness Codes was central
1: to the creation of the New Covenant. It's not about a moral or ethical issue. Such mixing of sex roles was thought to be polluting but both Jesus and Paul rejected all such ritual distinctions.
0: A disputed translation and a very confusing context. The translation is disputed. Is it an abomination or ritually unclean? The context is a Jewish holiness code, and it may be talking about temple prostitution, It may be talking about rich men having sex with young boys, and it may be an STD warning. Perhaps all of the above. It's a high bar to claim the Bible condemns all same-sex relationships. To claim that gay men and gay women must abstain from all sex, never marry, and forgo leadership and teaching positions in churches, the scriptures would have to be clear, undisputed in translation, affirmed by their context, and not contradicted by the prophets or Jesus. These clover verses in Leviticus are disputed in translation, challenged tremendously by their context, and as we will see in the next few episodes— They are contradicted by the prophets and Jesus and even the Apostle Paul. As I said in the last episode, there is no biblical case against same-sex relationships without these two verses. As we saw previously, the first two clobber verses were about rape and attempted rape. Similarly, we will see in upcoming episodes the three New Testament clobber verses used to condemn same-sex relationships are actually about abusive sexual practices that are illegal today. This Levitical evidence used to condemn same-sex relationships is built on the shakiest of cases. You couldn't get a conviction for jaywalking on evidence this contradictory, let alone three concurrent life sentences. No marriage, no church leadership, and no sex. For some of these young people, Jesus is the center of their lives. To tell them that they were created flawed and prevent them from getting married and from preaching about Jesus is like a death sentence. These children are God's workmanship, God's creation. I beseech you, I implore you, if you are straight, do not let the teachers of the law steal your ability to love and enjoy God's entire creation. And if you are, or might be, somewhere in the rainbow. Do not let the teachers of the law steal your self-confidence, your joy of life, or your faith. God created you uniquely as you are. Well, that concludes our overview of the Old Testament clover verses. Now, on to several more affirming scriptures. Join us next time as we look at one of the most remarkable passages in Scripture, Jesus' own words on sexual minorities. Even if you have attended divinity school, this overlooked Scripture will likely surprise you. This is Elton Sherwin. Until next time. If this material is new to you, I have put several URLs in the podcast notes.